Plug those headphones in. It's time for Ireland's only interactive podcast, the multi-award winning Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy recorded live at our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in North County, Dublin. Now, before I let you know what we want to talk about on this latest edition of Opinions Matter, I want to give a shout out to our show sponsors, Priscilla and Amy Granger. And I want to mention to you their uh, book called Safe. Now, Priscilla and Amy are the mother and daughter team behind Stop Domestic Violence in Ireland. And for the first time, the two of them have revealed the full extent of the abuse they suffered, their escape and journeys from victims to campaigners after years of living in silence and fear. And they teamed up with journalist Shane Doran to document their uh, story. Now, recently, I sat down with uh, Amy Granger uh, to ask all about the book, and she explains why they decided to write the book safe. And you search domestic violence supports and people, I would say, I'll read the leaflets and read the statistics. And I find when you're reading all of that, that doesn't have a personal touch. We felt if we wrote a book and if a victim read it and said, that happened to me, that's the exact same as what I went through. I feel like I married the same man or woman. It would help so many people. So we decided to sit down and basically tell our story and how we survived domestic abuse. Um, And, you know, it's not an easy read. It's never an easy read when you hear domestic abuse. But we just felt maybe if we wrote this, we could save maybe one or two lives. All right. Now, to read the uh, inspiring first-hand story for yourself, you can visit safe-thebook.ie where you can purchase your copy in either paperback or e-book format for just $14.99 with a portion of all proceeds going towards helping others escape and survive domestic abuse. The website address again, if you would like to order a copy of the book Safe is safe dash the book dot ie and uh, we would like as always to thank uh, Priscilla and Amy for being such um, long-standing supporters of us on the Opinions Matter podcast so what do we want to talk about on this latest edition of Opinions Matter well it's all to do with a message that we got from a woman who is demanding now I mean demanding an apology from us here on Opinions Matter for another podcast that we did uh, a couple of months ago. We've had many discussions about Ballyfermot on the show and uh, in the past couple of years, and most of the comments have been about the antisocial behaviour of the youth in the area. But comments made by uh, Jeremy during one of the podcasts, which was about uh, joyriding in the area, has annoyed one of the parents of a 17-year-old teen who gets up to no good. Her name is Brenda, and she is very angry over her parenting being called into question, that her son was dragged up, that she is to blame for him turning that way, that as a parent, if your kid is hanging around in stolen cars and barrier, you have somehow failed as a parent. Here's Brenda's message. I want to read it to you. The conversation basically is, are parents responsible when uh, their teenagers turn to antisocial behavior and crime? I've a bone to pick with yous too, says uh, Brenda. Uh, but especially that Jeremy one. 
Someone just played me one of your podcasts where you were giving out about Ballyfermot as usual. And Jeremy was talking about the little local scumbags out cheering on young lads racing cars up the roads. He said that their parents uh, dragged them up and made them turn out that way. I can tell you he's full of it because my son does be out with those young lads and yeah, he's been in stolen cars before, but I didn't raise him to do that. He's 17 now, so how can I know where he is all the time? Jeremy hasn't a clue and he better apologise for what he said because I'm not a bad parent, so man up and admit yous were wrong. Well, that's quite a quite a mouthful. It, it is quite a mouthful. Okay. We, we got that on Saturday uh, after that lady had listened to a podcast where you did say all of the things that she oh, says. No, you no, said, no, "I'm not denying that." Yeah, but she's denying. basically her point is she's a parent of a young fellow who's in a bit of trouble in Ballyfermot, but it's not her fault. That's pretty much what she's yep. what she's saying. And what, what do you want from me? What do you want me to say? What do, what do you want? Well, I want you to tell her that she's do you, wrong. Do you want me to apologise? She wants you to apologise. Okay, Brenda. You better man up and admit you were wrong. Okay, Brenda, I know you're listening to this podcast and work at the moment, and I know you're very angry. Uh, we did try to um, to calm you down, but there was there was no having it. Um, what was it she said? I wouldn't come onto the show with that pig. That's me, by the way, um, because I wouldn't be held responsible for the things I would say to him. Okay, so that's that's fine. Um, if you were only coming on to abuse me, uh, there, would, there would have been no point in having the conversation. Uh, I'd like to apologise, okay? You'd like to apologise? Oh, you're actually going like to, to apologise? For absolutely nothing. Oh. Okay. The O'Connor McGregor thing there. See. So you're apologising for nothing? No, because what everything I said was factually correct. And I know you're... You, solicitor's letters and all that. And I'll send you solicitor's letters. Oh, no solicitor, by the way, is going to take put, on your case. going to yeah. take on your case. <laughs> oh, this, this fella uh, on a podcast said that uh, I dragged up my kids. Can I sue him? First of all, I haven't got a washer. So if you're going to sue me, you won't get a penny out of me. And second of all, no solicitor worth their salt is going to take that case on. This okay, way. here's... This here, here, no, 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 I stand Here's by the one. conversation. Are parents responsible if their kids turn okay, to crime uh, or antisocial uh, behaviour or robbing cars or whatever? Okay, who's responsible? Who's responsible? The, the tooth fairy? No. Santa Claus? The young fella. The milkman? The young fella. The postman? No. The young fella himself or herself. I know she's saying in her message that, you know, he's 17 years of age and he's out hanging around in stolen cars. Now, she did make make a point of saying, oh, Jesus, like, that makes a difference. He doesn't steal the cars. He does be a passenger in the stolen cars, okay? So he's, he's not that much of a scumbag. The point is, you're saying you can't control your 17-year-old. There's nothing you can do about your 17-year-old. There's lots you can do about your 17-year-old. First of all, it doesn't start at 17. Nobody becomes a scumbag at 17 years of age. It starts much earlier than that. That probably started at 11 and 12 when you were letting them out on the streets um, when you did, you had no parental controls in place where you didn't care who he was hanging around with. You didn't give two fiddlers where he was hanging around with. And I'm sorry to say this, Brenda. No, I'm not sorry to say this. Why am I saying that? Uh, I'm happy to say this, Brenda. You failed your job as a parent. Anybody whose young fella is out robbing cars, and I don't... Agent okay, Sh- now oh, I- oh, Here we go. Do you expect him to put bars on the window to stop him jumping okay, out? no. What I was about to say was, I have spoken to people in the past, as well you know, who were uh, troublesome teenagers. Yes, so far. And they yeah. have often said, this is nothing to do with my parents. Of course they would say that. Of course they would say that. 
I was the bad one is, is the argument I was the bad one I was the one causing the, nobody, the trouble Nobody Because nobody's going to say Their parents failed my, my parents failed My parents failed me No I'm sorry You have one job to do as a parent And that is to make sure That your kids uh, Are brought up properly To make sure that they have respect for, for things around them And as I said Brenda I don't know you from Adam I don't know your son from Adam but I'm telling you now that didn't just start in the last couple of months that would have started and I see it in the states near where I live as well you can always tell the kids that are going to end up in little scumbags because they're 11 and 12 and they're outside the shops already calling the Indian um, security guards packy bastards by the way I've witnessed this um, calling these security guards you packy bastards at 12 years of age smoking cannabis they're out till 11 o'clock at night whose fault is it if a 12 year old is out till 11 o'clock at night whose fault is that that is the parents fault there. and that's how it starts ok that is thank, but then that's your answer topic over 085-825-2626 is our sorry. WhatsApp number if you'd like sorry, to get involved in this. Who do you believe is... Sorry, do you have a, a different opinion on this? Because I don't think there is a different I've opinion. I've already said that I've spoken to so many people over the this, years way, who were troublesome from, teenagers way, this is coming from and they're Adrian, saying this my mum and dad didn't have a clue what I was up to. This is coming from Adrian whose both kids turned out well, by the way, and didn't turn out like scumbags. You don't know. You're, you're talking out of your out of your arse. 085-825-2626. Why your kids not end up stolen cars answer um, the question answer the question simple question why did neither of your kids why was your daughter not, not being a uh, passenger around in a, in a stolen micro uh, at 70 I don't know I'll ring her and ask her I know the answer 085-825-2626 is our number the question is are parents to blame if their young people end up in antisocial behaviour or crime. You can send us a WhatsApp uh, voice note to 085-825-2626, like Damien did. So the post up on your Instagram was absolutely hilarious that her son isn't dragged up, but to quote her, does be out with the young lads and has been in stolen cars, but she didn't raise him like that. What an absolute moron! Parenting award goes to that woman for failing at parenting. The question is, are parents responsible if their young people uh, end up in crime or antisocial behaviour? Our number is 085-825-2626. 085-825-2626. Adam, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Adam? Not too bad. How are you, lads? Yeah, good. Thanks, Adam. Well, what's your view on this? Are parents responsible? Is it their fault if their young people end up in antisocial behaviour or crime? I believe it is, to be honest with you, because you have to remember, you might not know where they are at all times, but you know who they're with. Do you know what I mean? Do you, though? Do you know who they're with? You would. Like, my mum knew who I was with every time I went out. Do you know what I mean? And, like, I didn't turn out to be a scumbag. My argument is, though, uh, teenagers are great liars, and you might think that you know who they're with, but you don't really. You don't know, unless you uh, follow them everywhere they go. Yeah, well, I suppose. But, like... Were you not a good liar when you were a teenager? No, I'm a shit liar. Oh, okay. (laughs) A A lot of teenagers are great liars. Yeah. No, I understand that, but, like... This this woman in question, like she's even said in the message that her son was in stolen cars. But did she even do anything about it? Do you know what I mean? When she found out eventually. Okay, the young fella's seventeen now. Uh, what re- realistically can she do? 
probably 17 now, but he obviously wasn't 17 when he was forced into the stolen cars. No, he probably wasn't. Uh, but her argument is that, yes, he's he's up to all this antisocial behaviour, but this isn't my fault. I didn't make him do it. I didn't send him out to do that. No, she obviously didn't send him out to do it, but obviously when she found out, did she punish him for it? Like, obviously, grounding or whatever, do you know what I mean? I, I don't know the answer to that. Interestingly, she didn't uh, mention whether or not she has done anything about it. But the yeah, argument Chris. is that she did not send him out to do that. So she didn't oh, send him God, out to, the, uh, to rob cars. That's the oldest argument. It's a pathetic argument. And you, you're saying as well, Adrian, uh, oh, what can she do to stop him? There's a lot she can do. Kick him out of the bloody house. If you're what, at 17? Yes, absolutely. Kick him out. Kick him out of the house. If, you go, if I catch you in, in that car with Jordan... And Jackson again, um, you're gone. You're gone from the house. You can find somewhere else to stay. Be a parent. That's what being a parent is all about. All you're coming up with is excuses for bad parenting, Adrian. No, I'm not. I'm. I'm, I'm, you, are, I'm not. you are. You're literally. You're making out that this woman is a victim. What's she a victim of? A victim of uh, having a scumbag young fellow. Yeah, that she created. No, she did. She did create. What? Yeah. She trained him to be a, a joyrider. She trained him to rob cars. She trained him to do antisocial no, behavior. She, there was just a lack of parental parental responsibility there. Every child is born the same. No child, no baby comes into the world and their first words are, "I want, I want to be a joyrider." That doesn't happen. Okay. <laughs> that, that, but I know you're laughing at it, but that's the case. Like every baby is the same. You, it's nurture versus nature. I mean, it's the circumstances you grow up in. And that child, and again, I have to be careful what I say because I don't want uh, Brenda suing me, but he was obviously, in my personal opinion, he was obviously brought up in a home where there was no law and order. Where So uh, he was dragged up. That's really what you're saying. That the, 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 the reason that's, that's you putting words in my mouth. Well, that's what you're saying, though. For, for dramatic effect. No, but that's what I you're saying. Okay, yeah. let Adam say it. There, Adam saying he was dragged up. Yeah, I'd say he was dragged up. Yeah, she won't sue you. Adam. She, she won't like, sue you, was... Adam. You don't sound like you have any money either, so she won't sue you. <laughs> you <can say laughs> yeah. yeah, well, look, I was I was raised to respect everyone and everything. Do you know what I mean? And I'd love to know what her opinion would be if her son was in the car when it hit somebody and killed them, or if they crashed and he was killed. What would her opinion be then, Jordan? Okay, but again, her argument is she never brought him up to do those things, um, and that you can't blame parents solely for how their teenagers turn out. Because some teen, and in fact, I'd, I'd love to hear from if you're somebody who was a troublesome teenager, I'd love to hear from you. Our WhatsApp number is oh eight five eight two five twenty six twenty six. I'd love to know, uh, if you were that troublesome teenager, are your parents responsible? Are your pa- or, or no. your parents, depending no, on... No, what are you asking a stupid question for that because you're not going to get the answer? You know, because people who are dragged up, yeah? I can't believe I have to teach Dragged you. up? But you listen, people who are dragged up don't realise they were dragged up because they don't know any other way. They, listen, listen to me. Stop telling me to shut up. I never, I didn't tell you to shut up. Okay, well you did. People who are dragged up, yeah, don't know any other way of... And, okay, and, and, answer this question for me. How are, is it? How is it? People who are dragged up end up dragging... It's a vicious circle. Okay, how is it in some households... In some households, one teenager is a troublesome little fuck. Oh, okay. And the other uh, actually does well in their okay, life. I'll, I'll give how you, does that in, happen? In, circumcir- in certain circumstances, there's a bad seed in the family. Yes, yeah. I'll give you that. But in 90% of cases, it's down to lack of discipline and bad parenting. And no, and you need a positive, I sound like Dr. Phil here now, but you need a positive 
role model in your life, preferably a positive male role model as well, because for young fellas, young fellas look up to their fathers. And if the father either isn't around or if he is around and he doesn't give a shit about what you're doing at night, then you're going to... Kids need to be kept on a leash. That's the that's the bottom line. My kids won't be in stolen cars at 17. I can guarantee... Because you'll have them on a rope. I'm guarantee... No, 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 no. I won't need to because we've already put those plans in place. 085-825-2626 is our WhatsApp number. Are parents solely to blame when their young people turn to crime or antisocial behaviour? Uh, let me go to Claire. You're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Claire. Hi, how are you? Well, Claire, is it down to parents? Are they solely responsible if their young people end up in crime or antisocial behaviour? I think you're a bit delusional because if you look at where all this crime and stuff has happened, it's happened in areas where there's generationally years, on up to 60 years ago, bad behaviour among teenagers. Then they have kids and their kids have kids. And it's a cycle from that. It doesn't, it rarely, probably 5% of the time happens where people have been raised normally in normal areas. So it's not a coincidence. Like that tells you your answer. It is the responsibility of the parents. And any teen, any kid that says, oh, they weren't responsible, I guarantee their parents are to no good as teenagers as well. And they're not. Okay, now I, I, I want to throw, throw something at you. And that is, how is it that in some households you have a bad egg? One person, one child in the family that ends up in trouble ends up in robbed cars, ends up getting arrested, and then the other kids uh, lead a perfectly normal, happy, healthy, uh, successful life. How does that happen? Well, we're speaking like a very rare, rare phenomenon that it does not happen often. And if it does, I'm sure any decent parent will have their hands up and say, I fail as a parent if that's happening. Okay, so so this lady, Brenda, uh, contacted us to say, basically, it's not my fault. He's a, he's a little bollocks, but it's not my fault. What do you say to that? Well, her whole attitude is blaming me and getting on tea instead of uh, disciplining their child tells you all you know about Brenda. She's the same one now, you know, years ago, that one that was riding on the Lewis and she fell off and the parents went suing the, the Lewis instead of actually taking responsibility for their child's bad behaviour. That's the type of person you're dealing with there, blaming everyone else but herself. So parents are solely to blame if their young people end up in antisocial behaviour or crime. I would say 90% of the time, yeah. There's a rare case where maybe a child has a special need or there's something that's undiagnosed or something like that and they need extra support and they weren't given it, but it's very rare. Okay, well, stay there for one second if you can, please, uh, Claire. I'd love to hear from you on this. Our number is 085-825-2626. Are parents solely to blame if their young people end up in trouble, basically? Eddie... Lads, to be fair to that woman, she is right. Now, look, you do try your best as a parent, um, but sometimes the kid just goes down the wrong path, and you try your best to correct it, but if it's in them, it's in them. Like, for example, I've got a mate who I grew up with, and uh, his parents, brilliant parents, raised five kids, and four of them turned out great, have their own houses, own jobs, professional people. But the other lad, he just, he was out and robbed cars and up to no good all the time. And uh, they all had the same upbringing, you know. All had the same upbringing, the same responsible parents. But it's it just it's just the way he turned out. And his dad tried everything. He was out looking for him every day, but he's always up to no good. Um, what can you do? If it's in them, it's in them. It's Ireland's most talked about podcast. 
the only podcast with live callers and live debates. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Now, Jeremy, let's go back to that message that we played a moment ago there from uh, Eddie. And he says, in a family of people that he knows, uh, one of five children ended up uh, a dirtbag, robbing cars and blah, blah, blah. The other four kids... Yeah, it's perfectly normal. Usually the youngest, by the way, because, you know, you're stricter on your firstborn. And then by the time it gets to number five, the parents are so busy with the other kids that... It's irrelevant. Five, the fact geez, is where, one... Where's number five at the moment? I don't know. Uh, it's irrelevant. One no, out of that's, five. That's Hang not on. irrelevant. No, no, no. Hang that's not thing. irrelevant. If the parents if are solely to blame, you ask any one family, out of five if, if, if you got ask into anybody, trouble. If you so ask that you, parent was okay, actually a great parent. Ask the question, I'll give you the answer. You don't want to hear the answer. Is that the way this is going to go? Answer the question. Okay. The question is when there's lots of kids in a family like five or six... The youngest two. You often ask them the, the youngest of a big family. You know what I mean? What was it like being brought up? Oh, my God. For my older brothers and sisters, it was really strict. But by the time they got to me, they didn't give a shit where I was and I could go out and do whatever I want. So that's your answer. The youngest kids of a big no, family. No, th- uh, yeah. that wasn't the question I asked. The question that I asked was, there are five children... Four of them turned out great. Giving you one, the answer, no, the one turned out to be a little dirtbag. It was probably the youngest. So you could. Uh, it was probably the, the by statistics. One. You could say that they were great parents because four out of five turned out great. Yeah, and they failed on one. Okay. They failed, but yeah. they didn't fail because four of them turned out great. The point I'm making is that okay, I, 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 okay, young I'm people either. are responsible okay. for their own behaviour. Um, well, no, they're not. That's why they're young people because that's why parents are around. Otherwise, we'd give them up. We'd let them go out at 13 years of age to fend for themselves. Now, your job as a parent is to parent until that person is an adult. Okay, I'll give you a bit of leeway and I'll say in a situation, yeah, where they're um, where one kid out of the five becomes a scumbag, you'd give the parents a bit of leeway there but when you have two kids or three kids and your only job is to keep them out of trouble and you can't sorry failed zed right let me go to robert you're on opinions matter there's a message there before you oh sorry there's a message there's there's a brenda uh, has a message for no um, jess does jess no no after that oh yes uh, oh sorry 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 my apologies for claire for claire for claire for me as well Brenda sent us a message and it says, I'm listening and work and yous are disgusting and what yous are saying. Jeremy is a silver spoon. I can't say that word. No, I wouldn't even say that word. Jeremy is a silver spoon. Knuss. Knuss. yeah. Lovely. Uh, how dare you question. Oh, they, oh, sorry. This is the woman. Yeah. Who yeah. sent us the original. Oh. Message on Facebook. Good old. Sorry. How dare you question my parenting? Uh, and that culty one on the phone hasn't got a clue. Your kids will end up robbing cars as well. Use wait and see. Oh. From uh, Brenda. Claire, that's actually a dig at you. Sorry. Um, she, she's basically saying you silver spoon cannot. You know that word. I won't say it. I, I like it's, it's that type of silver spoon. Anyone who has kids that are raised normally has a silver spoon in their mouth. They're trying to say that the reason why their kids are off robbing cars is because they were like impoverished or something like that. What she's implying because you're responsible for your own actions, woman. Like it's just ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Ambulance chase, and that's all that is. Oh eight five eight two five twenty six twenty six is our WhatsApp number. This is Jess. Love to know what form of discipline she'd given her child after she'd found out he was in stolen cars. I suppose that will kind of determine whether she's a good mother or not. Um, because I tell you one thing, if that was my son in a stolen car and I'd found out, I'd have pulled him in by the air in front of all his friends. No chance. Robert, you're 
on Opinions Matter. How are you, Robert? How are you, Adrian? How are you? I'm good, thanks, Robert. Well, are parents solely to blame if their young people turn to crime or antisocial behaviour? Is it the parents' fault? Yes, as I don't normally agree with Jeremy on a lot of things, but this time he's 110% correct. Parents should know where, what their children are at. There's a difference between, like, you know, loitering or hanging around or that to getting into stolen cars. And at the end of the day, there's children, not just Bally Farm, but other areas in Kildare, Dublin, Wicko, you name, obviously they have bad areas. And they're driving around them cars, they could easily kill somewhere that. I even remember myself as a kid, where I'm from, I didn't come from a real wealthy family or anything, but everyone in the village knew the family. And if I ever acted a pup, you remember yourselves, especially with your dad, you knew if the dad got involved, if you were acting the pup, you were in big trouble. And you just knew how to have respect for people. And to be honest, I'd have more respect for that woman if she called in or if she texted yourself and Jeremy and, and explained the situation or said she was struggling or something. I'd have more respect for the woman saying, well, maybe she's a single mother. Maybe there is a there's trouble there. Maybe he's getting into the wrong you know, group and all that. And I'd have respect for the woman. I'm sure Jeremy would have respect for the woman at least saying, look, at least she's trying or she's trying to reach out. But come on, attacking and all He's a little scumbag, like there's, and people like yeah, that. But, uh, but her argument is from, from her original message to us: um, no parent sends their child out to rob cars or get involved in antisocial behavior or burn down houses or any of that. No parent sends mean, their child sorry, out to Adrian, do that. Adrian, what's a parent's job? first and foremost, to look after their child and raise their child. She should know where her child is at all times. She should know where the people are hanging out with and all that. And that's not really an excuse. Like even my partner, for example, she never had a father growing up. She came from a very low income, rough area. She turned out grand, not a problem. Had respect for people. Yes, as teenagers, I'm sure Jeremy and yourself know, yeah, we all have had a bit of crack when we were teenagers, but we didn't go like now it's hopping in the cars and all. Okay, yeah, yeah, no but, the, uh, but the argument that I'm making here is, did your parents know everything you did when you were a teenager? Well, the thing is, yes, because I was actually from a small little village and everyone knows everyone where I'm from. And um, so, if I, as I said, if I ever acted a pope and it's happened before when I was a kid, it'd be straight back whether it was the local Garda or the local hurling coach, coach or even the shop or someone in the pub, they, they'd be reported back straight away. But as I said, there is no there is no excuse in the parents and they're getting into stolen cars and all. And then she'd be on again. No, but, he, but, uh, uh, but, but hang on, the young fella's hardly going home to his mammy and saying, ma, guess what, I was in a stolen car today. He lies about it. He doesn't tell the truth and she doesn't know. So how is it her fault? Adrian, 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 yeah. You're losing yeah. the argument there. You're losing yeah. the argument there. If, if, if little Jordan, yeah, is out till 11 o'clock at night on a piss and wet cold winter's night, yeah, well, where, where else is he? Use your, use your Okay, the, the 11, the out late at night argument I'll, I'll accept, but not all cars are robbed in, uh, at 11 o'clock at night. Okay, well, most of when, when a car is robbed, say, for instance, the whole thing that happened in, in Ballyferm at last, last year when the, the guards were, were being rammed by the... I, I presume this, this young fellow was one of the ones involved in that. I presume that's where this is coming from. Everybody in Ballyer knew what kids were involved in that. If you don't know that your kid is up to no good... Then you're you're then you don't deserve to be a parent because you're that fucking your head is that buried in the sand that you don't even know what your kids are doing. Your job as a parent, Adrian, is to know what your kids are doing. Ah, did you ever tell? Did you ever tell? Did you? You didn't. You were you were a goody two shoes teenager. Okay, so that. Well, Adrian, I have an idea. I have a little idea. Sorry, before I go, it's not. No, I'm not saying this is a one one for all solution. It's only an idea. Um. A lot of young lads, I, I can take the point, like a lot of them don't have father figures, as Jeremy said, you know, role model. And I do believe they do need male and female role models in their life. So if they're acting the pup, I think Garda, sh- Garda should have more enforcement powers. 
And I think there should be a chance where they go to court and they're given a choice between, right, you can do, say, if they get two years in jail, which doesn't help either send them to jail the whole time uh, on that part. So you could be like, right, conscription, go into the army for a year or two years, bit of discipline, get money in your pocket. And you also take them out that way. I was in the army for years myself. Where do you take them? You put them to Donegal Barracks or Galway Barracks. They can go overseas, get a bit of money. They learn a bit of respect and you're bringing them that, out of that area. You give them a chance, you know, teach them a bit of discipline. It mightn't help them all. I'm not saying that. May help some of them, you know, and I, I'd say the parents would be delighted as well that they're getting a chance, you know, getting them out of that area. I'm not saying it's the one solution fixes all far from it, but that might help some of them, you know, at least. Okay, so so Brenda, the lady who contacted us in the first place, yeah. you're saying clearly to her, yes, it is your fault that your young fella has ended up in robbed cars. Yeah, she should know where her children are, and especially nowadays with social media and phones and everything going around and hearing about she should know where her children are. Like, come on, for God's sake. It's different between hanging around annoying people or that way. Well, I don't condone it. It's different between that and the cars and ramming the guard of cars and there's children and there's elderly people and you're terrifying them. And unfortunately with the guards, they're underutilized and like they don't have the resources and they're so restricted when it comes to kids. There's so many like laws in place. They should have more enforcement powers. I think they should be allowed to use them, but that's a topic for another another day, I suppose. Okay, stay there for one second if you can, please, uh, Robert. 085-825-2626 is our uh, WhatsApp number. Are parents solely to blame if their young people end up in crime or antisocial behaviour? Trevor, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Trevor? Gentlemen. Well, Trevor, are parents to blame if their young people end up in crime? Absolute failures. Absolute failures. Yeah, and I'm actually amazed for once you haven't got someone on saying it's the government's fault. No, so far we haven't. Um, I think this I think this is a force now. Yeah, you could be right. Cause, yeah, because you have like all these areas like Ballyferma, Kilnaden, Jogstown, Cabbacoolock, whatever, with all the rob cars flying around and the parents always ring into your bloody show saying, they have nothing to do. Can we think about the children? I just don't know, lads. The failure is definitely on the parent's side. No parent sends their child out no. to commit crime or antisocial no, behaviour. They, they actually do. What? They send them out. Go on, go on, Johnny. Uh, enjoy your afternoon. Go and rob a car no, there. But they parented them in such a way that the the teenagers don't even realise that that's a bad thing to do. Any of these young fellas that go out, attack guardy, rob cars, yeah, these little scumbags, they don't know right from wrong because they haven't been taught right from wrong, agent. What, what part of that do you not get? Lads, in a way, Jeremy's actually just hit my next point on the head because when I was being raised, I was raised to. Have I was instilled good morals in me. Never went out robbing. Got in trouble when I was younger, but I left school and I set myself on a path of jobs and I've worked all my life. Never got involved in anything like that. And I've raised my kids the same way. And there's a golden rule in my house for all five of my kids. You bring shit to my door, you bring the guards to my door, any drugs related stuff to my door, you're going out the front door and you'll never come back in. Okay, so that lady Brenda is listening to us right now and her young fella has uh, been involved in uh, crime, robbing cars and everything else. So are you saying to her, because she's listening, that it is her fault that he did that? I'm telling you now it's her fault because at the end of the day, she has actually had the balls to send in a message to you saying he has been in robbed cars. I didn't raise him to do that. But uh, she neglected the part where 
there's punishment after she found out this. Did she punish? Bet you thousand percent. I bet you my company she didn't bloody punish him at all. She probably came in and he probably went, Where'd you go, John? And he was probably in a rod car and he'd go, Ah, did you get me my McDonald's? That's all the, the, this Brenda, absolute uh, failure. Okay, parents. Brenda is listening to us right now. She's listening to us this minute. Good. Brenda, cop the fuck on and punish that bleeding children. And especially if you're 17 or old, like, if, bloody come, if he comes home man, and you know for a fact because you've actually sent it into this bleeding podcast that he's been in Rob Cash. Now, I will say, fair play to you, Brenda, because he wasn't driving. He was only a passenger. Well done. Punish your bleeding child. Kick him out of your home. Let him live on the streets for a while. And then tough life will strain him out. Or else it got worse, but that, then that's not your problem. Okay. In her message, she says, I didn't raise him to do that. Uh, he's 17 now, so how can I know where he is all the time? Well, Adrian, at the end of the day, she obviously didn't raise him with good morals or integrity. Because I'm telling you now, people that have good morals and integrity never went down rock cars. Adrian, here's a question for you and your co-host there. Do you ever have a car? No. Do you ever get into a rock car? No. Okay, so uh, tumbleweed's going through here on my side, boys. I don't know what to say, because obviously this thing's a fucking failure. Okay. She's calling Jeremy a canoe. What the hell is a canoe anyway? Is it like a cunt? <laughs> yes. I'd call, call a failure a parent of that. Okay, stay there for one second. Let me bring in Jess. This Brenda one clearly failed if she's there like, oh, he's just a bollocks. If your child's a bollocks, then maybe stop them being a bollocks. I don't care how you have to do it. But if you're holding your hands up and saying, my child is the worst, they act up, they're this, that and the other, then don't just say, oh, I failed. Actually do something about it. Voted Irish Current Affairs Podcast of the Year. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Eddie, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Eddie? How are you, lad? You well? Uh, good, thanks, Eddie. I've been arguing here that uh, teenagers are great liars, uh, they mislead their parents, and parents don't always know what their teenagers are up to. What's your view on this? Brilliant, lawyers. I'll tell you a story. I texted in there a while ago, your voice note about that family. I remember staying in my mate's house as a kid, and Jeremy was saying, oh, it's probably the younger brother. It was the second eldest. He was older than me, right? Uh, he climbed out the window in the middle of the night because he had a stolen car parked off somewhere, joyrided it, rallied it around, climbed back up the window into the bedroom. Parents didn't even know he'd left the bedroom. This was like 2 in the morning and he was back by 5 a.m. Parents were sleeping in bed, hadn't even a clue. And that's living in the same house. You can never, ever know what your kid is doing 24-7. It is impossible. And one day Jeremy will realise that. You know, his kid might go out, be 16, 17, his boy or his girl... Might get up to no good. Hopefully no, not. No. But they'll come back. They'll come back. What are you saying? Sorry, sorry, saying no, no, no. No, but there's going to come a day where his kids are going to lie to him. They're going to do something wrong and they'll come home. It might not be big, but he'll say, hey, what are you up to? I was over in so-and-so's house. And you'll yes, buy it. Obviously. Buy it. Obviously they're going to you know? lie to me about things, but not something. You, If your child is able to be... Ed, most of these... Antisocial things that go on in the city centre, the, the stabbings with teenage gangs and all that, happen between the hours of 7 and 11 o'clock, okay? Now, if you don't know where your kids are at that time, hop in a fucking car and drive around the kip of the state you live in and find the kid and drag them by the scruff of the neck into the hey, car Jeremy. and bring hey, them Jeremy, home. as I told you, this chap, the family, his dad was a soldier. He was a military man and he had rules in place. He scoured the streets of... Uh, our area looking for this lad. Okay, yeah. Why didn't, know, he, why didn't he? Why didn't he kick him? Why didn't he kick him out of the house? They kicked him out, got into bigger trouble. So then they took him back because they didn't want him going further down the wrong road. You know, 
And the other four own houses, own jobs, own careers, own businesses turned out brilliant. What I'm saying is sometimes it's just in a kid and no matter how much you put into them, they just go down the wrong path. And, and that's exactly the point that I've been making throughout this uh, podcast. That Like you see all teenagers- these in town, right? Yeah. I guarantee you, not every single one of them, his brother and sister is the same. It's just It just happens and it's unfortunate. But to blame, like I know the parents have responsibility to such a point. But sometimes it's just beyond the parent. The kid is just beyond reproach, and it's it's terrible. But it happens. That's just a cop out. It happens. It's not a cop out. So 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 why did this? Okay, here, here's a here's a, me- here's a message. On, here's a message why on Facebook. Why did the other four not turn out the same as the other fella? Okay, here's a message on Facebook, Eddie, and it simply says, "Shit parents raise shit kids." That's the bottom line. Yeah, but good parents can also raise shit kids. That's what I'm saying. Like, these four turned out brilliant, but one didn't. If they're so bad parents, why didn't the other four turn out like the other fella? Because sometimes, yeah, in certain cases, some slip through. That's the point I'm putting some slip through the net. That's what I'm saying. And it's always the minority that ruin it for the majority in anything in life. But sometimes it happens. You see brilliant families, and there's just one that's just wild. You can't even understand where to get these personality traits for them. You give them chance after chance, but they just always find themselves in trouble. And sometimes okay, they have to me, Eddie, go, it's not fair on the parents. Eddie, let me read this message that's just come in to us, and it says, I have three boys, and one of them is 17 years old, and I know exactly where he is and who he is with. Um, in other words, if you make the effort, you will know what your uh, teenagers are up to. Adrian, we used to call it knacker drinking out in the fields when I was younger, between the age of 15 and 17. My parents never knew, still don't know to this day. They were good parents, they raised me, it turned out well. Point being, you can never, ever know 100%. Just because someone's ringing in saying, I know what my child is up to. Not everyone does. Okay, well, Trevor, let me bring you back in for a second. He's basically saying you don't know what your kids are. You can't know what your kids are up to all the time. Never once did I say I know my kids are all the time, agent. My golden rule in my house is you make one mistake that is uh, trouble enough to bring out to my door, you're out the door. And as Eddie just said, they took him back. They took the, the second oldest child back into the house. That won't happen to me. You bring any trouble to the house, you're out. Because I have other kids here to worry about, to manage, to look after. But Adrian, at the end of the day, if you're not going to instill things in your kids, they're not going to give a fuck about other people's property. They don't care. They walk out the door going, do, 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 do. Okay, so okay. If you're willing to repeatedly give your children a chance and take them back after they fuck up, then you're a fucking failure. Eddie, I just got this message in and it says, it's from Karen, and she says, my daughters are 23 and 24. I know when they leave our home and when they get there and when they are returning home. Our 23-year-old is married in another state. Uh, still, she will message me and answer my calls. It's a two-way street. Yeah, that, but hold on. You yeah. know where they're going and you know where they're coming home. Well, you haven't got a clue who they're with in that time. They could tell you they're with Joe Soap. They could be with Joe Bloggs. And that's a fact. As a parent, you know what kind no, of, uh, the, the, the argument you that I've made. You uh, don't, Jeremy. Uh, and you're going to know this one day. And this is the point that I was making to Jeremy. Uh, you were, by your own admission, a goody two-shoes and teenager. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Uh, nothing's wrong with that. But you wouldn't your know then. Your own was a goody two-shoes. You wouldn't just, know what well, it's like to be a lying, conniving that's teenager. Because I was brought up properly. No, it's not. Oh, he was brought up properly. Yeah. I was brought up properly, but I was still out doing stupid daft things that teenagers do. Like yeah. drinking and stuff like that. My parents didn't know. Still don't know to this day. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, Eddie, you there's know. a difference between drinking, knacker drinking in the field and out robbing cars every single night. And these... 
the, the people that Trevor is talking about from, from Bally Pharma, these young fellas who are out every single night terrorising the Gardaí, every single night. And, and parents like Brenda who contact us. What does Brenda think her little angel is doing every night when he's not home till half 11 at night? Yeah, but what, Jeremy, you just wandered around and went, this 16, 17-year-olds don't know right from wrong. They do know right from wrong. Oh, no, they do. Otherwise, otherwise when they get chased, they just stand there and go, well, I didn't know. No, of course they know right from you, wrong. You know what I mean? No, but what I'm saying is Brenda, who's in work at the moment, yeah? Um, tonight, she will be sitting at home and her young fella, no doubt, will be out on the streets till 11 o'clock. What does she think he's doing? Does she think he's making jigsaw puzzles on the side of the road? No, no obviously not. No, so, no, but, I mean, she, she's saying she's trying her best, right? So we take her out of award, yeah, right? Yeah, best. The only other thing that she can do is kick him out. Yep. What else is she to do? No, I agree. What she should What is a woman going to do to a 17-year-old? He's probably taller than a stronger than her. You're grounded. Yeah, see you later. Out the door. You know what I mean? The only thing she can say is, right, you're out of the house. And she probably doesn't want to do that because it go forward down the wrong road. All right. She's uh, kind of stuck between... Okay, Eddie, home. I've been asked you know? to play uh, this message for you. Uh, Jess is angry with you. Have a listen oh, to this. Here's Eddie again with his big dramatic stories. Yeah, Jeremy's kids probably will grow up and do bad things. All teenagers do, but I doubt they're going to go out and rob cars. Like, come on. No. Every parent knows where their child is. Maybe not exactly where they are, but who they're with and what they're doing. Of course they do. Every good parent does anyway. Well, Eddie, respond to that. Fortunately, guys, never, ever said once Jeremy's kids were going to go out and rob cars. So I said he might do something that he doesn't know about. No, right? I hope so they don't. I'm corrected on that, sweetheart. Also, not every parent knows what a kid does, because I'm an example of it. My parents didn't know half the stuff I got up to. And you might think you know everything your child does. Believe me, you don't. All right, Eddie. Good to talk to you as always. Right, Thanks cheers. very much indeed. And, um, yep, there you go. I hope your young fella doesn't end up robbing cars in uh, in 10 years or less. Uh, I don't need you to hope that because he won't. Oh, here's Brenda again. Oh, I just want to make sure there's no C words in it. I will not kick my... I'll let you read it out. Well, I will not kick my flesh and blood out of me home, uh, use pricks. See, that just shows you the type of parent you're dealing with here. Uh, what kind of parent does this? And yes, I know where my son is most of the time. I work nights as well, so I can't be around 24-7. Yeah, you got no father. What? She's doing the job on her own. Oh, so this is now a dig at single parents? No, I'm saying it's very hard when you're, when you're working nights that... I'll just shut up now. I think you should. Thank you for listening to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy. If you enjoy the podcast, please hit subscribe or follow. Click on the little bell icon on Spotify and that way you'll get a notification every time we upload a new podcast. Thank you for listening and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye. Opinions Matter. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.